Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. It's Friday, wrapping up the week, but starting a new month. April 1st. April 1st. This is the one day of the year when you can really pull a prank on someone and, you know, they're not supposed to get mad at you for it. And Jesus is okay with it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> hey, it's April Fool's Day. He gets April it. April Fool's gets Day. It. Yeah. April Fool's Day. <laughs> so, yeah, go out. But I'll tell you what, we're not fooling on. We're not fooling on Galatians 2. Absolutely not. No, no pranks here. No we're pranks talking here. about the gospel of Jesus Christ as Paul was defending it and highlighting to the Galatians that he did not change it or distort it, and they needed to surrender to it. I'm going to read the last two paragraphs of Galatians 2, starting in verse 15. We, and this is the English Standard Version, we ourselves are Jews by birth and not Gentile sinners. Yet we know that a person is not justified by works of the law, but through faith in Jesus Christ. So we also have believed in Christ Jesus in order to be justified by faith in Christ and not by works of the law. Because by works of the law, no one will be justified. But if, in our endeavor to be justified in Christ, we too were found to be sinners, is Christ then a servant of sin? Certainly not. For if I rebuild what I tore down, I prove myself to be a transgressor. For through the law, I died to the law so that I might live to God. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me, and gave himself for me. I do not nullify the grace of God, for if righteousness were through the law, then Christ died for no purpose. So we're saved by faith, which is a beautiful thing. And not by works by of the faith, law. And not by works of the law. But you know what? What I don't see in these verses is that we're saved by faith alone. That or word is faith not there. Only. That word is not there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just think that's an important thing to emphasize. I've heard different preachers and teachers who are bought in on a faith alone doctrine, a faith alone paradigm, and they just kind of read that word alone or only right into the text. But when you read it closely, you notice saved by faith, not saved by faith alone or faith only. That word alone only is not in the text. And it really does color, I think, a little bit our understanding of what saving faith is, what a justifying faith is. Here's what's happened in Galatians. Let's remember, Paul has his theme. There's one rescuing gospel, and anyone who distorts it is cursed. Mm -hmm. He's been making arguments because it seems that Judaizing teachers have come into Galatia behind him, convinced the Galatian Christians that Paul has changed his tune Mm -hmm. and has said that we have to be circumcised, we have to follow the law in order to be justified, and Paul is making his case that he has not changed anything. He starts off by saying, you know what, even if I had... Follow the gospel I preached before, yeah. because any other gospel, you know, even if an yeah. apostle comes teaching or you an angel gospel, or an angel, don't follow that. So mm-hmm. that's kind of the foundation. But then he starts walking through these arguments. I received the gospel by revelation of Christ. In other words, men aren't going to change this. Why, why would I do that? I didn't get it from yeah. men. Then his, his second argument is I did take a trip to Jerusalem, but I barely even spoke to any apostles. His third argument is I took a second trip to Jerusalem, but guess what? I took a Gentile with me. The Jerusalem apostles did not make him get circumcised. Why? Because they're not changing anybody's opinion on this. They agree with me about this. 
And then his fourth argument was the situation with Peter and Barnabas and their very yeah. bad day where they were drawn into hypocrisy. And Paul is saying, look, if there's any influence, it's going the other way. Rather than Peter yeah. getting me to change, I was helping him stay true to this one message now. And in fact, your reading is is more of that sort of public address and teaching on this episode, right? He's yeah. talking to Peter. We've We've got this shift now. What Paul does is he uses this moment, this event with Peter and Barnabas to move into reasserting what the one true gospel is. Mm -hmm. We ourselves, Peter, you and I are Jews by birth and we're not Gentile sinners. Yet we know that a person is not justified by works of the law. He says, look, you know this. We know this. We agree on this. We agree on these things, but through faith in Jesus. And because of that, you and I as Jews, we have put our faith in Jesus, in order to be justified by him, not by the works of the law, because by works, this is it. No one will be justified Mm -hmm. by works of the law. No one. Gentiles aren't going to be justified by the works of the law. Jews are not going to be justified by the works of the law. Instead, we're going to be justified by faith in Jesus Christ. But what is that faith? Mm -hmm. this, This faith alone position makes faith at least for most of the people I've heard. I'm sure there are folks who would disagree with this, but for most of the folks that I've heard, when they make this faith alone, it essentially becomes a mental assent. Yeah, an agreement. I agree to some facts about Jesus. For some, it's in just one moment. In just Mm -hmm. one moment, I agreed to those facts, and I got saved, and now I'm saved forever. Yeah. For others, they would say, well, no, you have to continue in your faith, Mm -hmm. but we're justified by believing in Jesus. And because I agree to some facts about Jesus, and I maintain that, now I am saved. But wait a minute. What does it say in verse 17? Mm. If in our endeavor to be justified in Christ, we too were found to be sinners, is Christ then a servant of sin? He's not saying here that if we are imperfect, that if we ever stumble and ever fall, now Christ is serving sin. What he's saying in is if in my desire to be justified by faith in Christ, mm-hmm. I'm just opening myself up to sin and I'm pursuing sin and I'm going back to being a sinner. Mm-hmm. Well, Christ isn't a servant of sin. He doesn't save people who are living sin. So the faith clearly is not merely a mental assent to some facts about Jesus. Mm-hmm. The faith is about not just believing in Jesus, but believing Jesus. Yeah. Jesus said some things, I'm going to do them. Yeah, and so what does faith look like? As you said, I'm going to do them. We, I think, do well to explore the idea that in so many of these instances in the New Testament, where we have in our English Bible the word faith, probably it would be better understood as faithful and faithfulness, Mm -hmm. uh, which helps us, I think, in in our language in coming to it to understand really what's going on here, that there is an ongoing commitment, loyalty, allegiance. I love that word. To uh, to Christ as Lord and King, and so faith is certainly it includes a mental assent and agreement. Sure, but it's also going to be a trust with our our will and an obedience, right? A, a volition where we go and act in accordance with this teaching of Christ, and we continue in that. In fact, I, I, here's how I know what you're saying is true. 
because you didn't just make that up. In fact, if we just keep reading, Paul describes the justifying faith. Okay. He, he hasn't left us to try to figure it out. Wait a minute. What, what, what does this justifying faith look like? He goes on, verse 17, we've already addressed. If I'm just, if I'm just continuing in sin, saying I'm saved by faith, well, that makes Jesus Christ a servant of sin. That's, that's not the way it works. Mm-hmm. If I rebuild what I tore down, I just am a transgressor. That's all I am. Then, but notice verse 20. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I don't nullify the grace of God, for if righteousness were through the law, then Christ died for no purpose. What does the justifying faith look like? It looks like living like Jesus. Yeah. It looks like, first of all, being crucified with him. Yeah. Hmm. Is there any place in Scripture that talks about when we're crucified with him? Well, I know in Romans chapter 6. Well, that's interesting. What does it say there, Andrew? In Romans chapter 6, verses 3 and 4, he reminds us not to abuse the grace of Christ, but in fact to understand and account ourselves as being dead to sin. In Romans chapter 6 and verse 3, uh, Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death. Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. If we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin. I was reading Romans 6 there, verses 3 through 6, but demonstrating there that in this obedience to his gospel message and at this time of baptism, uh, he, he puts a point on it and says, look, now you're in his death. Now there's you're crucified with Christ. And when I'm baptized, I am crucified with him. I am buried with him. And now I've been raised to walk in a new life. What does that life look like? It looks like a life of loyalty. It looks like yes. a life of allegiance. Yes. There's a couple of books that have been written by some authors that are really uh Propping that word, yeah, up. kind of I wish, exploring that word. I wish I had thought of this word on my own years ago, but it, it's it's the perfect word to describe this kind of faith. Mm-hmm. I, when I have put my faith in a king, I am giving my allegiance to that king. I am giving my loyalty, my faithfulness to that king, and that's the kind of justifying faith that Paul describes here. It's it's this faith oh, that man. says I am going to live this way. I'm it's it's affecting my life. I, and so I am crucified with him, and now it's going to be like he's the one that's conducting my life. And so the idea of faith alone, as if it's by mental assent alone, is absolutely not true. But I am saved through faith by, by the allegiance and loyalty, letting Jesus live through me. Even as you were talking about that with this word of allegiance and the loyalty, there is a word in English, fealty. Mm fealty. Yeah. Okay. The formal acknowledgement of loyalty to a Lord. It comes from the old feudal system, mm. but the idea that we are pledging everything yes. to the Lord, and um, which perhaps is just another way of saying it. But when Paul says, I've been crucified with him, look, it has all dead. It is all gone. It's all apart from me. Everything now is in Christ and for Christ. Christ is living in me. 
I am uh, dying with him. I'm dying, I'm dying with dying him. Through him, I'm dying for him. So yeah, it's it's my name and my honor. I mean, I pledge it all mm-hmm. to Christ. It's no longer about me and my kingdom. It's no longer about me and my goals and my purposes. It is about Jesus Christ as King. That is the justifying faith, and that is the justifying faith whether you are Jewish. Mm-hmm. That is the justifying faith if you are a Gentile. I am now going to live this faith. Can I tell you something that's real powerful to me about this? At the end of our reading today in verse 21, I do not set aside the grace of God. If righteousness comes through the law, then Christ died in vain. That when the gospel is corrupted, when it is deficient, we've got some implications. And one of them is you're setting aside the grace of Mm. God. This Mm -hmm. is where his grace is found. Mm -hmm. And to think on why did Jesus go to the cross? Why did he die? Uh, we don't want to make his sacrifice light or less than, which corrupting the gospel does. So I'm not saved by the works of the law, but I am justified through loyalty, mm-hmm. faithfulness, allegiance, fealty mm-hmm. to Jesus Christ. And this is what it looks like. Amen. So let's pursue it today. Well, we're going to be together on Sunday with the Christians that meet on Livingston Avenue. Anybody in the Tampa area, we would love for you to join us. You can get on our website, christiansmeethere.org, to get the times and the details about that. We'd love to see you on Sunday. How about we go ahead and wrap up with a prayer? Our great God and Father, we thank you for the day. We thank you for this week. Uh, it's exciting. A new month has begun and new opportunities, and we pray, God, that we make the most of those to live the gospel and to share the gospel with others. We pray, Father, that we might be able to live in such a way that we could honestly look out and say that it is Christ that lives in us, that we live by faith in the Son of God who loved us and gave himself for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song, You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne. Hello, Edwin. That was a little bit overdriving, so let's redo that. All right. right. Hello there, Edwin.